It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Love Island <laughs> South African mess has caused a catastrophe online and it seems everybody is talking about how messed up like this is and I'm, I genuinely have no words because I kind of expected it but at the same time I didn't expect it if that makes sense how is the how is the country damn 80% black and yet we only have two black people on a show like this and this isn't one of your common dating shows that you brought up you've branched Love Island from UK USA and now you're going to South Africa there's a certain representation that you have to hold a certain image you have to hold as you're carrying yourself through countries I don't know why this was even allowed to... I don't even know why this was allowed to happen. Oh, my days. Uh, do you want to guess at why it was allowed to happen? Well, tell me, please. I need your insight, Dan. All right, I'm going to tell you. There's a little word here. It's called racism. Um, <laughs> now, I feel like South Africa's got a fairly... They're fairly uh, aware of that issue. And clearly there is some work to be done when it comes to this Love Island casting because this was a mess. This was a whole, whole mess. 80% black. And not only have you cast a majority white cast, but some of these people are just clapped. Like, damn. <laughs> uh, so not to be, I mean, if we're going to be real, let's be real. <laughs> I am. They, you did not cast black people. And then the, the white people you chose after them are just, some of these men, wow. I was not here. I was like, just okay. generic, man. It's giving me generic. I just wonder what the producers are thinking because they must be looking at all the backlash they're getting right now. And I wonder what they're thinking all sitting there with their clown outfits on thinking that, you know, that this was going to go great for them. Because I don't... Listen, I, I know that it's hard for us to watch it. So I managed to watch some of it. Dan, when I tell you the producers were probably like... They were speaking in the background as the show was going on. As some of the cast were coming down the stairs or the introduction videos, the music went off. So I'm just like, if you're going to make a show racist by clearly, or, you know, by showing lack of diversity, then at least do it right. You know, at least do something right. This whole yeah. thing went left from the beginning. And I feel like from the way they're carrying on, from the traction they've already got, and the negativity they've already got, I don't think we're even going to get a second season. It's just not going to run. I just Wait, did they... Because... Continue. Well, did they do the this show live or was there just they just missed out music and parts no i don't think it was live i think it was like a day pre-recorded similar to how other love island formats are yeah. but they just it's like do you, not, do you do you have you not got the licensing to the music like i i don't understand how are you trying to bring love island over somewhere and somebody hasn't plugged in the stereo or whatever and the songs are not playing like you're really doing up editing as you as you as you publish the show it's just embarrassing it's just That's... so embarrassing I just, That's too much. Like, the, 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 my issue is there's, there's been previous Blood Island shows, UK, USA, we've watched all of them. So these producers who went to, wanted to make this version, they're making it because there's been previous seasons. So they have a baseline of what they could produce. But they've chosen and willingly chosen to follow the footsteps of not having a diverse cast. And they have no excuse because, okay, UK, USA, um, the UK is majority white. Cool. South Africa is not majority white by a long shot. They have no excuse. So they picked out all these people that they thought were more digestible and appealing to a wider audience and they thought it would work and it's being kicked back in their faces. And deservedly, like, I, I know a lot of the other Love Island producers have, well, not the producers themselves, but the defense of why their casting is so white-centric has been focused on that representing the population. 
you there is really no lie you can say here beyond we just wanted to pick out the white people because we thought that's what exactly exactly that's exactly that's how sinister that's what they wanted they looked for what they wanted and well, i'll be damned we damn well know it wasn't just two black people who signed up for the show or one asian guy who signed up for the show <laughs> on an eight percent i know there must be more and they chose not to have that and that's disgusting let me play this voice now. hold on hey guys um i just wanted to give input like so many things went wrong in this episode but i feel like as someone again who stays in cape town I literally saw this coming so the cast was really not a surprise to me and Murad I saw in your video you said that um, you're feeling Durang I as someone who's seen what people are saying on Twitter I feel like you you shouldn't be sure yet <laughs> I feel like it's too early for you to be feeling him maybe I'm wrong but I have a feeling I'm right that he is gonna jump ship very, very soon. You know what, Lou? I actually agree with you. I actually agree with her so much because after I edited my video and put it out, I was like, Am I really feeling Durang? I don't think I am. What's gonna happen is this, Dan. We have a majority 90% white cast, do you understand? Then we have this one black girl, um, Timna, I believe her name is. Then we have Asad, a, a brown lad, and then we have Durang. Durang is going to jump ship from, from Tim now when some, someone else walks in. Asad gives me Anton vibes. He's just going to be a game player. And then we're going to be left with Tim now. It's going to be Love Island, Australia, UK, all and USA all over again. The cycles repeat themselves. It's as if the producers look for the same storyline and want to repeat that because they think that works. And it's like, it mm -hmm. doesn't work. People just get frustrated. I don't know. The producers might think, oh, you know, this, this, this frustration is good because it starts conversation, but there's no longevity in it. People aren't going to be pleased with the season. So, no, I agree with the guy. I don't trust the guy as much anymore. I did when I first saw him because I was just seeing people of colour. Any person of colour, I was like, I love you because I was just lost seeing so many white people. So that's why. It's oh, straight into Lord. that. Issa Rae, I'm supporting anybody black. You walk into that show, you got my support until you do some some sideways exactly. shit. Exactly, that was my mentality. That's my mentality. But at the same time, I was like, wait, am, am I am I seeing a Danny? Am I seeing a Caleb 2.0, 3.0? At this point, it's 4.0 because how many of these people have we seen on these shows? So I don't know, man. Love Island needs to collect themselves. As I said, I've been to Cape Town, so I have somewhat of an understanding, a very limited understanding as opposed to people that live there. Um, but I, was, I used to see so much crap. And you see so much imbalance there and it's crazy it's a whole new world um and it's really flipped and you, you just see a lot of it and it's really under the rug like people pretend they don't see it but it's all right there and i just find it dirty man it's just it's so it's so it's just bottom barrel and I'm, i feel like you know maybe this is a good thing because it engineers more conversations i don't know it makes people more aware if they weren't aware of it i don't know but yeah, I kind of don't buy that because I'm like, we are, we're aware of this issue. There's been enough seasons of not only Love Island, but reality TV in general that we know the, the race issues that pop up. And if you aren't going to confront it directly on the show, if you aren't going to pick a side and pick, hopefully pick the side of progress, then you aren't raising the issue. You aren't, you're just stoking fires and getting people mad because it gives you good interactions on Twitter. It gets you trending. That's what, and that's what they right, want. Right, right. Yeah. I meant in terms of raising awareness for people who may not know what's going on in South Africa post-apartheid. A lot of people don't understand the racial tensions because they don't live there. So this engineers that kind of conversation of making people aware that, you know, we're not surprised because we, we see this in our country. And some people may just not know what goes on in South Africa. Some people are quite aloof like that. But at yeah. the same time, I do, I do see your point. A lot of people do stuff for frustration these days sells. But I don't think it sells as great as people think it does. I don't know. Let me just play this voice note. As a Nigerian-American, it is so super disappointing of the casting for Love Island South Africa. I hope they don't do this white casting with Love Island Nigeria because I can't let... Please let that not happen. <laughs> Crystal, if Love Island Nigeria is 90% white, I'm deactivating off YouTube. I'm deleting my life. Because that's what I'm doing. At this point, I've had enough. If that's what Love Island Nigeria does, I don't think they will do that, but I will deactivate my life. That's all I can say. I don't know about Love Island Nigeria. They haven't announced it. I don't know if you've seen anything, Dan, but I haven't had anything. Yeah, I did. I looked out for it a bit, but I haven't seen anything. I, what I found funny on the South Africa one was they didn't do any cast announcement before this episode. So nobody Preach. knew who was going in. And I was like, okay, so you've done this. 
because you understand that there is a problem here and you are going to get dragged. So what I don't understand is why there wasn't a meeting the day before being like, we're uncomfortable announcing this cast. Maybe let's mix up the first people that are going in and not give ourselves this problem. I don't understand. I, I, I don't get it. That is also a good point because they messed up PR-wise completely when it comes to posting of the castmates a week before, five days before they, put, they do a video with the cast. That's what, that's what we see. So nobody's gonna, there's no mo- momentum behind the show because nobody's talking about it because they don't see the cast, as you said. Now, that's probably what, why they feared it because people were going to be upset and have reactions. So they should have changed it. But they decided not to. They willingly decided not to. It's not like you've not got another 20 people on standby being like, are you ready to come into the villa? We're going to take you now. Just call up a few of those a few days early. Be like, look, you're going in and then sub in some of the whiteies in this safe. But, you know, I should have just done more. Yeah. The fact that at least make it 50, at least make it 50% each. If you want to go down that route, at least make, you know, five, six people. Um, at least invite more, more black people onto the show as opposed to being, you know, 90% cast, not even 90%, 95% of a cast and three, like they, they could have done that too, but they're just not in sync. And it shows you how messed up some people. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What are when it comes to the South Africa and how deep it is over there that they don't even understand it. There's no awareness. Even after the social uprest and the protests that were going on in the US and the UK, you would have at least thought something in 2021, but they're not. But I feel like they need to be called out, you know, on their necks and they need to be dragged because you can't be doing stuff like this on a pub on a publicly um, on such a. It's it's just it's so damaging to the majority of black population and Asian population in in South Africa who watch a show like this and they're like, oh wait, we're we're the majority, but we're not seeing that. We don't matter. We don't. Um, we're not important. We're not appealing. We're not attractive. We're not the ones that people want to see. And young people who are watching this as well in their teens, they're going to be looking at this thinking the same thing. And it, it damages them to a, to a, such a level. I don't know, man. I know uh, Nelson Mandela is pissed. Not Nelson Mandela is mad about this. No, not that. But you make a good point. <laughs> like, and it, it just ties into that idea that TV and film still haven't gotten over, no matter how many times we prove it wrong, that whiteness is the thing that is safe and sells. So I, it reminds me of sort of like uh, Marvel movies and how it took them until Black Panther to have a black-led movie. And then Black Panther destroyed records around the world because black people show out and want to see stories about people like them. And and blackness can be something that sells through TV and through film. So it's just this is just a cowardly decision. There's just cowardice all over this. And you shouldn't need that for a show about heterosexual nonsense. It should be fun. We should be able to go in this and have a laugh and not be scared for the black girl. But no, you just want to keep making choices that make this a stressful experience for people of colour who watch it, which is just a madness to me. 
I wonder if they'll speak about it. I wonder if they'll like, address it in a statement because the reaction seems to be pretty strong from people online on Twitter, <laughs> including me. Um, but I just I feel like they are definitely seeing it because everyone's tagging them and they're not they're new accounts, so they definitely are going to be aware of the reaction of the new show to see if people like it or not. So I do wonder if they're going to address this because or in a statement or something because if they keep ignoring it, people are gonna are gonna keep because it's becoming an issue where it transcends. Uh, the country and what I mean by that is I'm seeing people on Twitter from the UK and the USA who are also expressing uh, expressing sorry a lot of frustration so I do wonder if they will I don't think they will though I would want them yeah to, but I imagine they aren't going to say a thing <laughs> I'm enjoying how apparently the conversation that's not about race is about height and apparently uh, everyone's too short or something I'm like you people really aren't seeing the real problem here are you focusing on people being short <laughs> And then we have the the white girls on the show screaming tall, dark, handsome every single minute. I don't think you, this they is don't mess, know man. what that means. I'm sick of this tall, dark, handsome crap, man. I'm sick of it. Like you just tall, want dark, a handsome. white man with brown hair. Just say tall, dark haired, man. Just say dark haired. I hate when they say dark because it's not what you mean at all. But I don't know because Love Island season five, the season that Amber won. If you think about it, Dan, there was a lot of diversity on that on that show. There were mm-hmm. a lot of mixed race individuals, a lot of um, mixed race black individuals overall on that season. So Love Island have done it, and well, it's proven to work. Love Island season five um, was the, is the highest watched season of Love Island in history. So this is a winning formula, and it has proven. What I noticed is when Love Island um, South Africa were doing a trailer, and they were showing clips of other Love Islands, they rarely showed any black people in the trailer. So I feel like this is some deep hatred that they still have and they're lingering on to and they think an all-white cast will be great apparently they're showing it on a channel that is majority white subscribers but i don't care because it's a show that's going to reach people globally so people are still going to talk about it i don't know the producers are just dumb man they're just all they're dumb i'm tired yeah it's it's they just never learn and then they won't learn until they the pressure's put on and they see ratings I- go up when black people are the focus obviously rating goes down when it's just whiteness thrown in your face all the time and that's not to say like we we don't give like the white people in there a chance because we do we want to see people in there have fun we want it to be a good show we just don't this shouldn't have to be a scenario where we have to have these conversations about uh, a little reality tv show but they every it doesn't matter where they do it they all seem to make the same decision and it's still confusing to me Right. We, it's, it's not like pe- people take this, like white people may take this p- personal and be like, oh my God, you know, we, we don't want white people to not feel love. No, we want them to feel love, whatever. But we've, over, we've been overexposed to that. We want black and brown people to feel the same thing. We want them to be represented in these dating shows. And I don't think that is a problem because it can happen. It's happened before and it's something that, that they can easily do. If these producers can so carefully control the narratives and storylines of these castmates and they know who to bring in because of who likes who, and they know exactly what to do if they want to make it diverse. But they make that choice. They willingly make that choice for a reason. Because this is what I mean. When it comes to these productions, it starts from within. It's not just, it's not, uh, this anger and frustration isn't at the castmates. It's more so at the production and the team and behind and mm. what builds this. And I'm actually shocked. And I, I, I didn't expect it to be like that. I didn't think they'd be that dumb, Dan. I, didn't, I did not think they'd be that dumb for uh, them to I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't. Like, I just feel like they'd um, at least bring in a few more, but to bring one of each, you're only bringing one black girl in a majority black, that's mad. Like, And you're right to bring up, like, season five UK, because it was really diverse, and that made it really fun. If you think, because, yeah, it was, yeah, it was so yeah. diverse, if you think about it. Like, yeah, you had Maura, Molly Mae, Amy, and the white girls, but you had so many. You had Jordan, you had um, Amber, you had Anna, you had Yvonne, you had Michael, Jordan, Ovi. Like, the list just goes on. Dang. And we were, al- we were allowed to have, we had so many people of colour and so much diversity in that, that we were allowed to have a few, some of them could be villains. I remember the, the pure hatred I had for Danny during his entire time in that in that villa. If he's the only person of colour in there, that is difficult for me to hate him because I want to see him succeed. I still kind of want to see him succeed, right. but I also want to see him fail, mainly. And that comes right. when you get diversity. You're allowed to have villains of people you like and people you don't like. And this whole thing, it just makes the show more fun than seeing, I've just looked it up and to see the couples and they've all coupled up according to race, which is 
interesting. Ooh, I'm dead. Some yeah, of I know. Boys, we see that as well. That was similar to Love Island. You see, like, when it comes to Leanne and Michael. Sometimes, sometimes you just did, you generally do, but sometimes they like to categorize that as if that is the, you've kicked the box of diversity because you brought two people in of color and suddenly now they will match with each other. Happy days. And, you know, mm. we've sorted that out now. We can park that in the corner. That's how it kind of comes across. It was just, yeah. No, I I think um, I made a good point. Love Island season five, the diversity work, that was amazing. That was amazing. Chef's Kiss, that season was lit and that we enjoyed it. And everybody disliked Danny for what he did to you one day and et cetera, et cetera. And other, you know, national productions should emulate that success because that was the highest rated show. But they're too dumb to do that. Like, Love Island USA wasn't that bad in the comes to diversity. You had a lot of people here and there. But, and neither UK or USA are majority black. So if they can do it, why can't a majority black country do it? Yeah, there's there's literally no excuse for this. There's no excuse. That's why people are really upset. And that's why they need to produce a statement. But as you said, I don't think they will. I I would be shocked if they released a statement at all about this. I think they just power through till people stop talking about it. Let me play this voice note. Hold on. I have always hated the notion where they're like, I like tall, dark, and handsome. And then you actually see what they're talking about. And it's like, okay, so they're not talking about an extremely tall guy or a dark skinned guy. They're just talking about a darker skin as in a tan Caucasian male, um, which is tall, dark, and handsome. It wasn't until Love Island until I actually found out that's what that meant. I always thought tall, dark, and handsome actually meant a tall, dark uh handsome black man but uh you learn something new every day so that was interesting hold on sorry i don't know why i got a notification saying turn off your notifications whilst you're driving when i'm sitting on my sofa but anyways um i definitely agree the tall dark handsome it's just an overused term it's so overexposed and we're going to see a lot of it now when it comes to love island uk I can just see it. But one thing about Love Island UK that I'm now more confident in is that they won't mess up when it comes to diversity. I don't feel like they, they, they're, they're more aware of it than other branches from what I know of. So considering the last few seasons, I'm confident in them. Not that they're the best of the world, but they will represent in a slightly better way. I just have that confidence in them now. Yeah, I mean, it would be difficult to be worse than South Africa at it, apparently. So... Anything will be a step up from this one. Don't even and waste the- your time and watch it, Dan. Don't even waste your time to watch it because there's nothing going on. The and there's me foolishly on trying to find a link, searching around. There's like, let me get into this mess. Uh, I got, I'm not. I'm sitting this one out. I genuinely thought that my TV was on mute. Like when the, when like the, the music suddenly went off, I'm thinking, what is going on? How have you like this prep this mess? I don't know, man. It's in, these producers must be embarrassing themselves. I don't think there's going to yeah. be renewed for another season. Well, you just know just somebody was getting shouted at. Whoever was on quality control, who was meant to review that episode before it went out, is got a very strongly worded email. Whereas I imagine the casting agent, the casting email. team, got a very like a good one, being like, "You did a really good job. Loads of people are talking about the casting. We get loads of interaction on Twitter. Everyone's very happy." I'm like, okay, these people have just no no sight about these things. I'm over Love Island, Dan. And I, I, I just want Love Island UK to return. That's the OG baby. I want my OG baby to return. We've been stripped of it for over a year. And Love Island winter doesn't even count. So the last time we had a good Love Island was 2019. We're now in 2021. I'm just, I miss my OG baby. And I want to sit and review that. That's all I want to do. Every day, ITV, 9pm. Just sit and relax and forget my world's issues. And just watch some carnage. Mess. That's what I want to do, Dan. And it was a good time. We're this Love Island, South Africa. Huh? It was a good time, is what I said. No, it was a good time. Instead, we're getting this, and we're getting Love Island, Australia, rerunning season two, but the only black girl didn't get asked again, as if, no, as if anybody asked to see their season. I don't know why ITV like to rerun Australia seasons, like anybody asked. Like, I don't think we need to watch it. It's just so dead. So annoying. I don't know, man. But we have 25 people in the live. That's the highest amount I've ever had. So, great turn up. I'm here for it. Nice. Really for it. It, seems that, it seems that you're really enjoying Drag Race UK. I've actually fallen off it, but apparently, I'm not going to lie, the, the couple of episodes I watched, I genuinely believe that Drag Race UK is better than US. It just seems more authentic. A hundred percent. One 
100% Drag Race UK is eating the US one this year. They, I didn't expect that though, but it's true. Uh... I think you're on it because what's happened in the US is it's hitting, it's fallen into a formula for how every episode is. So almost like 10 minutes in, you you can guess who's in the bottom. You can guess who's winning the, who's going to be on the lip sync. You know when that mirror moment's coming, when they're going to talk about something sad and I'm going to go make myself a cup of tea or something until everyone's happy again. And it's like the, the even the queens themselves fall into like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the villain. I'm going to be the one who judges everybody. I'm going to be the loud mouth. I'm going to be the sweet underdog that nobody cares about. And it's, yeah, there's just, they, there's no heart in it in the US one. But the UK one, on the other hand, is just fun. It's, it's just that is real. laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know if you can um, leave the app but still have this going on? Yeah, conversation, yeah. I don't know if you can yeah, yeah. You can? Hold on. Yeah, you just opened something up. Amazing. I didn't know that. See, I didn't know that. I want to read people's tweets and know what they're talking about when it comes to Love Island, um, South Africa. It's, Someone yeah, said, it's a the mess credits over there. Playing in absolute silence. Dan, the credits were playing in absolute silence as if this was a funeral, as if this was a serious documentary. It was the funeral for my attention for that series. It has like, it is dead and buried. Can you imagine? Can you imagine you're sitting there watching it and the funeral and it's just in silence? Like, what is that, man? That's a mess. Oh my days. Someone said I knew Love Island USA was going to be whitewash. I just didn't want to believe it. I actually didn't think it would be, you know. Someone said when she started speaking in Afrikaans, just to take the headphones off. Um, I just needed someone skirt skirt on the show on some What's Up Shorty, someone said. Um, Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Someone says, South Africa has one of the most beautiful women in the world. This lack of diversity is deliberate and so tiring. Someone said, this cast, one black gent, one black hun. The iMovie editing, the, <laughs> the random sound cuts, just pure pain. Wow. Some say I'm saying too much white faces for my liking for an African show. This is ridiculous. Oh my god. Africa days. is Truth the last hilarious. word in that title. It says Love Island Damn. South Africa. It's not a Love Island South Africans. Which they just if that's what you want to be, just call it that show. Someone said, um I heard the camera crew speaking. Dan, the camera crew was speaking. Who edited no. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was done. Somebody clocked out at five o'clock and was like, look, I've done my hours. It, it's what it is. It right. could go live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. That shit is funny. Let me play this voice note. Hold on. I have to know, what is your reasoning that you don't like Love Island Australia? You seem to have a very high disregard for it. I personally loved Love Island Australia, but that's maybe because I'm biased and I like Australia. Um, and I would love to go there someday, but I would say the first season was probably my favorite and then the second season was okay. 
Um, I wasn't a big fan of Anna and Josh. I feel like they were just kind of pushed on everybody. There was nothing wrong with them, but they just never meshed well with me. Uh, not that they were an awful couple. They were completely fine, but um, wasn't really a fan of that. Uh, but what was your reasoning that you didn't like Love Island Australia, I guess I'm trying to say? See, that's a great question because I've always had a negative stance towards Love Island Australia. Like, I just always have. I just feel like their show is just so inherently, the country is so inherently racist and they're not afraid to show it and they don't care to show it. And they don't attempt to do any form of, any form of diversity. We've had two seasons, I think nearly two or three seasons of Love Island Australia. Dan, where are the Aboriginals? Where are they? any of them they don't care about representation the country itself is littered in so much racist bad vibes from what i hear about and at the same time i don't want to be you know living with kangaroos and have spiders falling from my ceiling let alone all of that but i just don't rate the country because i feel like the country is just bad vibes when it comes to so much racism and um just they sugarcoat it yes every other country has issues uk are not perfect by far let alone the us but when it comes to representation they they never do it right ever and they have the opportunity to do it right but they, they don't wish to so because of stuff like that i've just i'm not i'm not really here for love for australia and uh, the love island season one australia was great they had physical fights there was drama for sure but representation to me diversity to me it matters because people want should be seeing people like them on shows like this because they also matter and i don't think love island australia have ever cared so that would be my reasoning i don't know what your thoughts are on that dan but i don't know if you ever watched australia I watched a, a bit of Australia. I watched the fight videos on YouTube because I heard it was mess. And I, I will let you know I was not disappointed by the level of fight that happened. Um, and I appreciate right. the aggressiveness of overly masculine Australian men deciding that they were going to be complete nightmares for the viewing audience, which I appreciated as somebody who likes mess in a show. Um, I, I completely get you, though. It's again, it's just like, why are we having this conversation again? Like Australia, there is an Aboriginal community that could be represented. Australia has a massive Southeast Asian community that I assume didn't get. Did there, was there a Southeast Asian guy or girl on the Australian one? Not to mind. There was Madness. a British girl. Uh, but yeah, that, but they don't, they don't show it. Like I have yet to see. Like, yes, love, don't get me wrong. Australia make great TV. Married Up and um, First Sight, whatever it's called, Australia, apparently is a great show. And they make great TV. They, they, I'm not saying that they don't, but they, they willingly choose to not give an F about re um, representation. That when I hear about anything Love Island Australia or Australia related shows, I don't see any ab um, Aboriginals. I don't. And it's just they're a massive community over there. They're a massive oppressed community over there as well. They suffer so much racism over there as well. And, you know, it starts from a rhythm they, and they just don't care for it to show them. And that in itself bothers me because representation of every single, you know, um, sect or you know race or culture these things matter and you know these continue shows they don't do it that's why love Island australia it just it has a certain level of stink to me i don't know why the show just stinks i don't know what it is about it but the show I'm, i've never been in tune to it i've tried to review the second season but which you'll you might see because they're showing on itv now in march i don't know why nobody asked for it but you'll see the one black girl called cynthia who gets rejected then gets used and it's like you could have had more black people on the show but you've decided not to do so just annoying. It's <clears throat> uh, an absolute mess. Anyway, let me read these tweets and see what these tweets are saying because they, they, these tweets are hilarious. Someone said, "Guys, did I? Did we just hear the um, production um, talking? Why was the black girl chosen last?" Someone said, um, "How are you going to have a majority white cast in a country where white people are a minority? It's like I'm watching Love Island UK. They are even using the term fancy. Do we use the term fancy? Yeah, we use no, the term we fancy. Fancy. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. My type." Bit of me, what's the big one? On paper, I swear Someone to you, if I hit on paper. On Love Island. Yeah, on paper, and eggs in all, in one basket or something like this, as if we're going shopping. Eggs in a oh, basket. Man. I don't know what they say. But that's that just make sense. They just they always say, "Oh, do you really want to put all your eggs in one basket?" Which just means, do you want to start treating this one badly so you can go talk to some other one? Can you go up to some girl? What was her name? Where Jordan lost his mind because the light skin chaos got into it, into his brain for that one day. And the, it was like peak season five, Anna with the, the finger guns. You like her, you like her. What's her name? <laughs> it's not I just can't believe. 
Listen, I just can't believe that the end credit scenes did not have any music. I do not understand what that is about. That makes me laugh. Somebody tweeted, this team needs to get fired and they've screenshotted the sound engineers on the credits. <laughs> not the name and shame. They said Jeff Hodd, Gary Rundle, Gavin Turner, Christo, Connor, Dion, Jason. These people need to get fired. I'm actually dead. People are not having it. Someone said one black girl, one. I saw this coming, but I really don't want to see it. I didn't even see that coming. I, I didn't expect them to be that stupid. See, I've, I've Ooh, hit the a sound point cuts where are killing me, man. I can. Huh? I just don't expect anything. I just don't expect intelligence from Love Island production. That's, I've come to accept that. I'm not expecting intelligence. I'm just going to keep calling you out on it every time you do it until somebody learns a lesson here. This is hilarious. People are really screenshotting the sound engineers' names and putting them on blast. Yeah, like Monday ain't going to be hard enough for them. <laughs> They're not walking into the office tomorrow right. morning about to get They're going to be walking on tomorrow to do it all over again. <laughs> God bless it. They tried. Didn't they try? They didn't, Dan. They didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the issue. They just, they just, they did not try. They didn't care to try. And I thought at least show some kind of understanding, but... Uh, well, I, I will be watching. Even when it comes to Love Island USA, they misspelled the black girl's name. No. Ah, oh, Lord have mercy. I just realized. It's this. just um, disrespect sorry, then, on every angle. But then spelling Timna's name wrong sums up the whole episode. After what you want. Didn't they, did they not see what you one day did? Did they not see what you one day did and what she went through with Lucy and that whole nonsense last month? And then now the official account is now spelling her name wrong. And it's only her name that you've suddenly spelled wrong. They must be doing it just to wind Jesus us up Christ. now. They just must know that if you wind up the community, it must be good for ratings or something. Because this, this is blatant. This is just blatant. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But I just don't think that there's any lo longevity in you doing that. That makes no, sense. It's, it's it's full hit and run. Just hit and get the people talking about it for a moment, get a spike. Hopefully enough people hang about. And then also they get the chance of capturing the racist audience, which for, unfortunately is important. I, well, I know it's important in the US. I don't know how important it is in South Africa. I'm not the most clued up on how the situation is there currently. But I imagine if you want to capture the racist audience, that's a good way of going about it. Just little microaggressions every now and then to let them know that it's okay to be racist here i'm dead but the thing is the majority are, are in the country are not right are not like white they're not people who would you know so i don't even know where they think they're going with this like i don't someone said um not them spelling um timna's name wrong this is giving me major one day flashbacks and it's only the first episode i'll yeah. be damned if someone spelled my name wrong they, these girls keep me tired How's your day going? What are you up to? Yeah, I'm talking to you, mate. I think we've got a voice note. I think someone's... Have we? Hold on, let me play yeah. it. While I love Justine, and I know you do too, I will say that I did see it coming, uh, seeing the black couple win, only because it was towards the middle that she started becoming a fan favorite. And then her and Caleb seemed like they got really serious. Oh, fuck him. Anyways, um, they seemed like they got really serious. <laughs> well, you have to think, Maran. I'm going to pick your brain for a minute. What time were we in in the summer? The whole Black Lives Matter thing. So, yes, they were going to push a black couple to win. That was, you know, with the time, uh, the structure of our society at that time you know they were going to push that with all their might because that's what was going to bring in the views now you can correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think that i am see now that's a good point now a lot of people were talking about this as if you know caleb had this intention behind uh, that he would push that narrative but maybe the producers were pushing it too which i didn't think about that part i didn't think about maybe the producers were also pushing the narrative you know we're going through this upheaval these protests this racial injustice let's put a black couple at the upfront you know to and you know i can see i I'm, I'm not mad at that as long as either party's intentions were genuine and of course now we know that caleb's intentions were genuine but i i don't know do you think dan that he would have been that sinister to have that plan 
I don't think he would have been full just in like that. I don't think he would have been smart enough to have that plan. I don't trust that man's intelligence either. Um, but I do think the producers would have would have thought like this is a time. Let's give them more airtime. Let's focus on their story because those are the the options that producers have to them. And it's, it gives me the reason. It's like why we got to keep the energy up because like the the recent Black Lives Matter stuff, the George Floyd stuff, really did have an impact on every element of society, including TV, including film, that people were open to conversations and hearing that story and putting black faces forward with it. But as it happens with this stuff, that is kind of pulling away now and, and kind of dying out a bit. So we've got to keep up the pressure on them that like this wasn't a, a flash in the pan moment. This is a true change, a true societal change. And that even boils we down into that, something as stupid as Love Island. Like it should do. Well, we had so many, so many people pointing out black squares. I don't know what. The, listen, I found out that I, I didn't see that as productive. I don't know no. why. And we have some people low key archiving their black squares. I don't know what that mess was about. I don't know why you need to put a black square. Like I just to this day, I don't know what sense that makes. That you think I see it as a part of a form of disrespect that you see someone's life and you know, and you want to equate that to a black square. Or we think that's the best way to raise awareness by blocking out hashtags. I'm putting black squares. And you had companies who were posting how many people of colour were in their companies. It was all just a joke to them because they lost that energy that they were trying to uphold at the time because they were doing it for their image. Because if you were so concerned about black lives and what was going on during that time, you would still be raising awareness now as you were when the upheaval was going on or even before that. So I just find it, it's just comedy and it's, it shouldn't be comedy but the way these people act it's just like you don't see yourself to be so transparent but people can really see through your intentions and you're trying to play up something and you're trying to be genuine and you're really not so i don't know how we got to this part of the conversation but it's i don't know but you know this whole that caleb justin stuff may we never see that ever again i want to just add a little prayer may we never in our lives see that of history being repeated ever again because that was something that a lot of people to this day are still not over and I don't blame them. I really don't, Dan. I'd be mad at it to any man who attaches himself to the favourite girl of colour to make him to give him a quick trip to the end and make him feel good is not one who's on my uh, good list. I'm looking at you, Gregory, as well. Don't think I didn't know what you did. Gregory, no. Gregory, that, that guy was hilarious. These guys are funny, man. These guys are hilarious. You can just know, never trust them. Island? I don't think I would. Huh? Would I ever? Would I ever go on Love Island? Yeah. Um, well, let's see how. First of all, if they start an LGBT season, and then secondly, let's see how desperate I am at the time. <laughs> okay. Imagine what would you do if you went down and nobody stood forward for you? I would. <laughs> I, I would stand there. I would show no emotions. I'd be like, well, okay. I'm, I'm gonna about to spend the next five days proving why all of you are wrong by being the most charming motherfucker in here, making one of you right. probably my least favorite fall for me just so I can reject you. And that would be my revenge. And right, my, right. If, if I go down there now and no one stands forward for me, somebody has to die. Somebody <laughs> has to go. Somebody is dying, Dad. Whether it's the presenter, she, she can get it too. Or the production, somebody can get it. Because that's something that can never run. Ma to go on how can you... How would you, like, bring me here in front of millions of people and my mother who is watching Dad, and not I've have one person ready for me? I've caught a flight now. As in, I've sat on the passenger seat. I've caught a flight. I've now arrived at the destination. I've, I've, I've packed clothes. I've unpacked everything to now go there and nobody's standing forward for me. Everybody is dying. Somebody has to go because you, <laughs> that is something that can just never run. The presenter can get it. Like, like listen, Laura Whitmore can get it because that in itself is a, is a big shame. But I don't know. Like, surely the producer, I would just talk to the producers before and I'd be like, listen, somebody has to stand forward for me so that we can at least ride the first wave because yeah you realize that a lot of people some contestants who don't actually have anybody stand forward for them they they struggle a lot i feel like it's a big confidence like it just smashes your confidence especially people going in there with low self 
feel like these shows are specifically for certain people because I do feel like some people just can't fathom. I don't think I can ever fathom it because if I get rejected left, right, center, we're, we're just going to pull out something and it's all going to go wrong. It so, would be a man. I would be, I'd be looking at whoever was head of casting. I'd be like, oh, so you are calling my mother ugly. This is an insult to my ancestors that you brought me here. Right. And there's no one here who likes me. Right. Speak and then we're just going to have to fight. That's what we have with, to do. We're gonna fist up. Black China. Fist. I don't know. Turn to the cameras. Cut the cameras dead ass. You, me, right here, right now. Let's go. Because <laughs> you have shamed me in front of my people and I'm not having this. I'm not cut the cameras. No, but that's something that I cannot do. I cannot sit and do an application form, catch a flight now, eight hour flight to be standing there. Nobody standing, nobody standing forward. That is just shameful. Looking it's like an idiot on Twitter. Got pretty little thing tweeting about how sad they are for me. I'm not having this. <laughs> These generic fashion labels with their nonsense and how they make their clothes in like sweat places and pay people under nonsense. And then obviously want to come and be best friends when it comes to the show. There is so much problematic stuff. Having a bunch of people crazy. on Twitter being like, oh, I would have stepped forward for Dan. And I'm like, well, where were you in my real life? You would step forward exactly. for me now. <laughs> <laughs> they want to do this with retweets and all this nonsense, but nothing trumps love and South Africa's mess. I'm never going to get over this because not only, listen, not only are you going to have a majority white cast in a majority black country, but the end credits, music is not playing, it's being cut off. The production team are speaking behind the scenes that is coming onto the show. That shit is hilarious. That yeah, shit just is hilarious, man. Brings it That's back to that question. To How did these people colonize this planet? <laughs> I just don't understand it, man. I'll never understand it when it comes to specifically in South Africa because the shit that I see over there and the way they treat people is just disgusting. It's honestly disgusting. And people pretend that they, they de and the way, there's some people that I've met over there in Cape Town um, through, fr I've met people through friends and you know, they have this kind of accent and stuff like this. It's kind of, and they, the way they look at people and speak, they think they're so elegant and better. It's dirty, man. It's such a weird mindset to be, I'm so like, to like, I don't know. It's just messed. Oh, not that London is any better, but I'm just, I don't know. It's just weird. It's very weird. Anyways, this has been, whoa, we've already gone past 40 minutes. That's been quick. But anyways, thanks for joining me, Dan, on the second episode. I feel like people will definitely like what you have to say. And we've had a lot of listeners today, way much than my last two shows. Hey, the success. I like it. Have you got a busy week ahead? Yeah, you know. Got a nine to five, got podcasts to do. So How's the know. podcast going? Yes, yeah, good. It's all good. If people want to catch it, you can find me and my mate Nick running a podcast called The Eight O Two. Uh find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, talk about LGBT issues, pop culture, get interviews with some LGBT uh creatives as well. Uh, another show on Fridays where we just get into some true, true mess. So you can find us there. Not true mess. That's true cool. mess. Damn. And you know when Dan says mess, it's mess. So <laughs> it sounds a lot. Let me play this voice note. I personally always thought what it would be like if I was on that show. I don't know if I would be able to live it down if no one stepped forward for me or if I stepped forward for a guy. Um, and then he, you know, was like, I, I, I'm the only one that stepped forward for him. And he was like, I'm going to go with that one. And it's not me. Um we've got a problem we've got a literal problem so i'm glad i'm not the only one when i first seen that my jaw dropped to the floor because i was like um i didn't know that you know no one would step forward i thought maybe they'd get coupled up at the end oh my god it's just awkward and then when you no one takes you and you're like the last one standing and you just get coupled up with a random person it doesn't work it never works you end up just being friends everyone's all coupled up it, it's a shit on your confidence like it it's a shit on your confidence no but loki she's right because that is the worst when you see other people you know first coupled up because they like what they see and then you are lumbered in the friendship couple and you're having these forced friendship conversations in the first week or two and it just never works out and these bombshells that come in are not your taste i just remind you of samira and the journey that she had on love island was so sad man it was such a mess see i was thinking anton was so and the dark version of that 
Yeah, Anton had a delicious version as well. Both of them. Both of them had just awful times on the show where it was just friend after friend. It's as if they went on the friend island. This is basically what they were Whilst their friends and peers, whilst their peers were making up love, finding their one to be like Molly May and Tommy, you then now have the other ones who are literally going there to make more friends. And I'm not mad at that. I'm, I'm I love Friend Island. Place. Right, I love Friend Island. I'm not mad at Friend Island because I just feel like you can go there, make your friends, food, and make some coin when you get out. So it can definitely work out for you, but obviously it's embarrassing at the moment of time. It can, it can be damaging there for a lot of people who have low self-esteem. And mm. I don't deep that, but when you think about it, like, it's hell. I don't know why let I me, put myself to that. Let me remind you of, you remember Montana? Yeah, Montana, yes. Montana aced the Friend Island game and how to play it. Right. She went through that she nearly did. that entire show, just, I'm friends with everybody, everyone likes me, people come in to try and get me, it ain't gonna happen, until that Alex boy came in, they had sex for 20 minutes, and then she was eliminated almost straight away. It's like, she you was got- there for the food. That's all she was there for. She, she just, just wanted eating. to eat. She just wanted to eat and chill and get a tan. And, you know, she obviously made a, a cute coin from her time in the, in the villa, even though it was a while ago, 2017. She made a cute coin. So I definitely agree with you. But I feel like it's just, it can be damaging in the moment when you're seeing people around you and you're just continuously struggling. So is that your cat? Yes, yeah, she's screaming. That's kind of my, I think that's sad I got to go. Yeah, I think she's saying that you got to go. And I feel like we've got to wrap this up because it's been um, 50 minutes of Love Island mess. We'll just see. I don't know. I, I'm going to review Love Island South Africa for the next week or so. Um, God willing. Just going to keep reviewing it and seeing how it goes. And I'm just going to see the mess that it portrays. But thanks, everybody, for tuning into the show. And thanks, Dan, for gracing me with his time to the show. And uh, we'll catch you guys soon. That cat is hilarious. Well, you know where she is. Huh? Literally, you know a minute it. down the road. <laughs> <laughs> a minute down the road. <laughs> like, it's not as if you live up to North London. You literally live a minute away from me, and I still haven't come to your house to see your cat. But here we are. Uh, it's pandemic. There's rules. I like everybody clapping for us. Thanks, guys. And uh, we'll catch you guys soon. See ya. Thanks, guys. Bye.